You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Hey everyone, it's Call Me Adam. And before we get started today, I'd like to give a special shout out to my Patreon family. Angelo, Riva, Alan, Danielle, Tara, Marianne, and the Golden Gaze NYC. If you want to get backstage perks, support this podcast on a deeper level by becoming a member of my Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc for more details. Membership starts at just $3 a month. Don't delay. Join today. Now, on today's episode of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam on the Broadway Podcast Network, I am chatting with actress, recording artist, and educator Donna Vivino. When we come back, we are going to defy gravity and discuss all of Donna's new ventures. Plus, we're going to look back on her life in theater. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Donna Vivino. Hi, Donna. Hi, Adam. How are you? Hear your voice again. Hello. <laughs> it's so great to hear your voice. Well, I'm surviving well. That's what I always say. That is good. That is good. We have so much to talk about today. So um, I want to get started. Sure. Um, let's talk about um, briefly, because I'm sure you have talked about this in other interviews in depth, um, just about you were right before the Broadway shutdown, you were on tour with Cats as mm-hmm. Christabella. Yes. Um, and then during the tour, the Broadway shutdown happened because of the pandemic. What was it like to be on tour and then to start getting word that production might shut down and um well I'm not tooting my own horn but I think I was way ahead of the curve because I was wearing masks the end of January early February Mm. and on tour with me then because I had been working for I do a solo show for Disney Cruise Lines and I had been on the cruise line right before I started the Cats tour and they had already shut down Shanghai Disney and um Hong Kong Disney And I just knew, I said, Disney doesn't, I said, this is, this thing is bad. And if we haven't shut our borders, it's got to be here already. That's Mm -hmm. all I'm thinking. And I know I was like the crazy cat lady, no pun intended, but really, I I, I really think everybody in the cast thought I was a little loony because Mm -hmm. I was, I was just, I was not talking about it a lot, but I was not socializing very much, which is kind of in that way. Anyway, I'm, I what rest my voice, but I really wasn't being as social as I usually am. And I would wear masks to the airports, not everywhere. I was wearing the airports and I just was hand washing a ton. And I, I felt that this was different. Mm -hmm. I'm very up on news. I listen, I read a lot of news, unfortunately. And I know a lot about what's going on in the world. And back in December, when I was reading about this, I said, this sounds different to me. Mm. I was not, I was not surprised. In fact, I was actually getting frustrated. I, I wanted to shut down sooner. I was getting nervous. (laughs) To wow. be honest, uh, I, I mean, I was holding all that within me. I wasn't right, right. because then there was that part of me that just kept saying, I hope I'm being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I like my fear is unfounded. Mm. It shut down, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And now, um, and, and what have you been doing during the <laughs> shutdown? I mean, is there something uh, that like you've 
I'm going to be totally honest. I, I went, I was so, I got, I, I, um, I think a lot, I'm going to be really honest about it. I got very, very anxious. I had a lot of anxiety um, about coming back to the tri-state area. We live across the street from a hospital in an apartment building. I was getting scared. I'm like, how does it travel? Does it go through vents? I have a four-year-old. So I had been up in Canada and I called, um, um, my husband and said, let's, let's go, uh, to Maine. We usually will go to Maine in the summer. And I said, let's go now. And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, just, let's just go there for a little bit. And just, you know, and I've been here, I've been in Maine since March. Mm. I left my apartment. I actually am really loving it up here right now. And mm. I've come to, I went down to New Jersey to move out. We've, it's really was a matter of after I realized, okay, the world is not ending. I really mm. was ending. Let's go to Maine, get money out of the bank. Who knows what's going to happen? There's going to be violence. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I was I was, I had a, I had a panic attack by, by mid to late April. I was like, okay, this is a little nutty. But then we started to look at our finances and it was like, oh, I have to get out of the tri-state area right now because I can't afford it. Um, And I'm spending half the amount of money up here. Um, And, uh, and so, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm probably coming back soon, but mm -hmm. it was really, uh, it became, at first it was fear and then it became, oh wait, financially, this is actually better because we're both working remotely right now. So yes. the tri-state is so expensive. Yes, it so is. Our, our lease was up and we were like, let's not renew. <laughs> that, so. that worked out well. At least you didn't have to try to get out of a lease Correct. or something Correct. like that. That's really mm-hmm. great. It worked you, out. Have, have you had any thoughts about um, staying in Maine permanently since, you know? You know, I don't, I don't think I'll live here permanently. I mm. miss New York. Mm. Um, I, I wish I was there right now. I, I, I've, I was a child, you know, in New York city in the eighties. So I know what rough New York is like. And I'm <laughs> So I'm like, bring it on. Um, I, I can't imagine. I, I love Maine and I've, and I've gotten to know people in the community up here. And I, I know our, our, I'm in farmland. I'm not on like the coast. I'm not in like fancy. <laughs> I'm not in Ogunquit, honey. I'm like out in the farms. And so I've gotten to know farmers and it's been mm. beautiful in that, in that, in that way. Um, and I've, and I've met people and I've met people that do theater here. So it's been wow. kind of interesting. Yeah. That's great. And I, now I don't think I can handle the winters. It's, it's, it, I mean, yeah, it's brutal up there. Returning now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be back soon. I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a winter person. I couldn't, I couldn't have a, I don't want to really live somewhere where there's a harsh, harsh winter. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm glad you, you found some place to go to, to, get away and to be able to sort of recoup and Mm -hmm. reassess everything. Um, Now it's September and Mm -hmm. the school year starting. Is your son in school? He's not school age. Okay. Um, There's there, there was like uh, about a month ago, there's an outdoor sort of socially distant. He he's been catching frogs and getting his hands in the dirt, which is wonderful. Oh, I mean, I essentially have been homeschooling him also since March and it's, it's been fine. He's not, he's not actually old enough for kindergarten yet. He's pretty young. So okay. last year before that. So there's, he was going to pre-K, but um, again, it's like pre-K costs money and like money's really hard, right? I'm not like sitting mm-hmm. complaining. I'm, I've actually been really proud that I've been able to survive well. Um, and, uh, but, you know, pre-K is just a luxury right now that, that it's a, it's a little bit of a danger too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know enough about this virus, but uh, so yeah, he's been, he was going to some camp stuff and he needed some socialization. That's the most important. Mm-hmm. 
teach him how to read and write and do math, but the socialization is important. So yeah. he's been doing some outdoorsy stuff, but again, I don't know how long that'll last, you know? Right. Well, especially with the weather up there, yes. it's colder. Yes. yes. Exactly. yes. <laughs> and what has it been like as a mother, you know, you know, a lot of the time you're either on tour or you're in a show or you're doing concerts and now it's sort of like you've been home all the time and and to have a, a four-year-old 24 hours seven days a week what's I mean what has been like the blessings of it and what has been sort of some of the challenges for you um well I the blessings are that like I've I've never gotten this much time with him and and I'm getting I don't want to ever I, I'm like I don't want to ever spend a night apart from him now. I mean I I would be doing a show out of town and we wouldn't I wouldn't always tuck him in and now I'm obsessed with doing that. I I don't really know. Like I I think he'd be fine if I know it's me now. I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> um what's been a challenge is that I I pivoted pretty fast. I, I already had students on Zoom while I was on tour, believe it or mm. not. I was teaching virtually my private students and my musical theater class on Zoom. There was something called Zoom that I learned about in December. Should have bought stock in it, but whatever. <laughs> kind of, it's coming back down. But I, anyway, that's another story. But I learned about it in, in December. And so I was able to just keep going with it, which is why uh, that's been that's the challenge. He's home uh, and I'm trying to teach and sometimes he comes in the room and I just sort of am like, oh, I have a four-year-old and you know, Hendrick's mommy is teaching, like I'll be there. So having to find that balance of make work hours at home, mm -hmm. really challenging. Yes. So. Well, speaking of students and teaching, you are uh, actually starting a new teaching venture. I know. Um, I mean, I, I did one all summer. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I have a summer camp that I, that I started with somebody else last year. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a one week in New Jersey in in-person thing and what happened was I just was like I need to be doing things so I started hosting these like open mics through through that 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 the it's was it's called journey to Broadway and through that I was hosting these these open mics online and that's when I was like wait I think we can do the camp this summer mm -hmm. online and we did and it was really wonderful and I wanted to continue um but because that really is just a summer program, I sort of was told, well, you kind of have to do your own thing then. And I said, great, we'll do it. <laughs> I know how to do it. I'm going to do it. And I, and I have, I've started um, Broadway unlimited because I, which um, I'm very excited about because I, I, I also think like even when things open up, we can still keep going with it. Uh, yeah. I, I love teaching. It's saved my life in a way these past six months. And I don't mean financially. I mean, as an artist as well, I, I'm, meeting people in Hong Kong and Guatemala and France and California and New Jersey and just students all over wow. uh, and who love, love theater and film and TV, but really, really they're coming in for the theater mm -hmm. and we're what we can. It's not the same, but we're, we're doing it. We're making it happen and we're all exploring ourselves as artists and um, it's been really exciting. And I, I just think it's so important to keep young people involved in arts right now. Mm -hmm. I them like, are like, well, school's back, but we're not doing any music or theater. So I don't know what to do or, you know, we are, but they haven't told us what it's going to be. And so mm. I'm like, well, I have a place, you know, we've been doing a free open mic this Saturday. I love, I love my open, I love the open mics, you know, and I, um, 
just come on and let's just, you can sing a song that you've never sang before in front mm-hmm. of people and then move on or do a monologue. So we did Anne Frank. I mean, just like really fun. It's oh, really that's fun. incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. So. And so where, um, is where can people find Broadway Unlimited if they want to teach, right. uh, train with you, learn or from teach, you? Teach with me. You can teach with me. <laughs> <laughs> www.broadway-unlimited.com. Um, or you can find us on Instagram at BWAYUnlimited. Uh, it's literally just started like a week ago, but we're my Tuesday class is sold out already. Thank you. Woo-hoo! Yeah, and we have so many more. We have a lot of performance opportunities too. Um, I think we're going to do um, some reading benefits and maybe a musical, but um, uh, but for benefits. So I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, and I think uh, I, I I know we don't know really what's happening with school, what's going to be virtual, what isn't. But right now we are totally virtual because I'm all about safety. So we're going to be totally virtual until that changes, and then maybe there'll be some master classes in person around the country. But that's that's premature. So we're going to stick with being virtual. Um, and I, I picked unlimited cause well, it harkens back to wicked you yes. know, together. We're unlimited, but also we, I don't want, I don't want us to feel limited right now. Mm-hmm. I really, I want us to, uh, because, because it's hard not to feel that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, and I want to foster a space where we can actually try to break boundaries and go beyond our limits and say, I've never done Shakespeare, so I'm just going to do it. So we can, we can actually use this time to, not limit ourselves and Mm. to out new things you know that's wonderful and it's wonderful that you have this great outlet for people especially like you said with school starting and arts programs some not happening some are in in flux it's great that students will have a place to come to get um the experience the education and um i mean and not for uh nothing but from like an esteemed Broadway star like yourself. Yeah, you. and I and I and I'm, I'm not the only one who teaches. We have I my believe it or not, my sister who does Frozen and at the Hyperion, and she's a lot of theater in Los Angeles. My other sister's in Wicked, and then yes. Tonya has done tons of theater in LA, and she's an amazing dancer. She just did Music Man with Adam Pascal out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she teaches our dance. We have an acting teacher. Um, I'm really into writing, Stephen. Mm. I came to Journey to Broadway to talk to the kids. And so I have a, a musical theater writing class now that I am not teaching that, but why not? Why not try to write something, kids? Exactly. Um, so, and stand-up comedy. I've been working with Natalie Holmes in LA. And she, oh my God. Yeah, so she does stand-up comedy and I just, um, and then of course like Alex Brightman, my buddy comes in and just, oh, Alex, you know? I love Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alex and I were on the stars of David trained together. That's how we- <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. We're on that. Yeah. We did the oh film production and then I didn't, uh, I did it in New York and he was doing something else. I forget what, but yeah. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. It's so great also that you have all of these other people helping you with the, with the Broadway Unlimited and. Um, I want to help my friends too, who yeah. teach and, and are great teachers and, and, and we all want to be creating and working right now. So any Broadway folks who want to come teach with me, for me, whatever, however you want to word it, please, please catch me. <laughs> Get in touch with Donna. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, let's take a, um, uh, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought for a second. Um, okay. Let's take a, uh, a quick break. And when we come back, um, I want to get into some stories and we'll play some games and, oh. 
um, maybe we'll do some impressions and um, we have so much, we have so much to, so to talk much. about. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Donna Vivino. Priceline presents go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Febreze is a proud partner of Can't Cancel Pride. However you choose to express yourself, Febreze has the perfect scent to make your home even more fabulous in your own unique way. Have an amazing pride from Febreze. Hey everyone, my name is Donna Vivino and you're listening to Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. And now we're back. So, welcome back. Um, Okay, so as you have mentioned, uh, you were Alphabet and Wicked. Um, do you have any wicked stories that you have not told? Oh, you know, I haven't told this story, but there's this story. Okay, so Tiffany Haas, um, who was um, a Glinda um, with me, we we were actually both standing by at the time in New York together. She was standing by for Glinda and I was standing by for Alphaba. And I think she writes, she wrote a book. Mm. <laughs> Um, about audition. Well, she wrote a book about show business, but I think this story might be in there, but I'm going to tell it. I never told it from my perspective. Okay. Backstage, she comes in and I was like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I think I just like her stomach was kind of bothering her. And she just thought maybe it was, you know, gas or something. (laughs) And I just kept saying, I just don't think you look right. You don't seem right to me. So I made her go. I walked her to city MD because we got to leave intermission and we, we went to urgent care there and there. They're like, yeah, I think we want to send you to the hospital. Like, and I'm sitting, I'm in my mind, I'm going, it's appendicitis, it's appendicitis. And I'm not telling her that. So we go in and they're like, yeah, you have appendicitis. We got to like do surgery on you right now. So meanwhile, I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, so I'm like hanging stuff up. And um, I guess I had told one of the nurses that we were in Wicked. So the surgeon comes in. <laughs> Who's going to perform the surgery on her. And he's like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. Is there any way I can get a selfie with you, girl? <laughs> and I'm like, she's writhing in pain, Glinda. And it's like, my daughter loves Wicked. And I just like, it's like, if I'm, I, I'm gonna, he's like, I'm doing, I'm doing surgery on Glinda. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not happening. <laughs> so that is, that is my Wicked story that I've never told out loud. Oh my she God. Was like, I saved her life or whatever, but I, I, did I, I i not saved her life i think she would have eventually but but i was like no you're not right i could just tell she was trying to keep that she's such a glinda tiffany and she was trying to keep that like i'm fine i'm fine and i'm like <laughs> you're not the hospital, hon. oh yeah. my god and luckily neither of you had to go on stage that night either she had to go back on i think three or four days later which oh is wow like stitches i mean it was kind of wild but she did i probably was on the next day i was on all the time i mean it's that kind of role so yeah 
Um, but yeah, yeah. So that was, we always laugh about that. Like the surgeon was more interested in talking about what than your appendix <laughs> that was about to burst. So, okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad he got his selfie and I'm glad her <laughs> appendix didn't burst and everything worked out. <laughs> I just saw him miss you. Oh my God. And then, yes. like, I like, would see a nurse just pop head and go, Hi, how you doing? And I'm like, oh, they're all talking about Wicked out there. I know. <laughs> so I love it. I love I, it. Yeah. Well, another show that you were on um, that we're going to move to television for a moment oh, yes. is you were uh, young Erica Kane. Oh, all my you're children. Not, you're not going to submissions only. You're going way back. You're going like, okay. Oh, yes, I was. Isn't that yes. cool? How fun is that? Okay. So I, I watched... Um, I watched all my children from about 2000, 99, 2000 to 2005, which I know was, was long no, I after. Was like, I was like in 1989, I think. Or yeah. 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 I, um, but I, I loved this. I loved the time that I watched it. I watched it when Bianca was coming out, which is why yes. I started watching the show. Yes. yes. Wait, was it Kendall or Bianca? Wait, Bianca, Bianca was coming out as a lesbian. And right. then, um, uh, few years like Kendall was the other daughter Kendall yes Kendall she was pregnant came. with Kendall when she was having her flashbacks and that was that was me in the flashbacks so oh. with Kendall she had to go to the hospital and she went into a coma and then she had all these flashbacks of like early life and that was me oh my god so what um <laughs> do you have any fun stories of like who you got to work with on all my children I, I mean I got to work with Erica because I think there's moments where we were even it was very like artsy like we were mm -hmm. talking to me and I was talking back to her and I'm like oh, oh my god she's the best Susan Lucci is the best that's what I remember from that is Susan Lucci and then she came as a guest at the Martin Short show when I was working on the show and I brought her on stage and there is a photo I have to I have it somewhere and it's the two of us beautiful and lovely and kind I remember I remember thinking like that is how I want to I that's how I want everybody to feel if I'm ever like a, a, a show the way she made everybody feel. Yeah. Oh, that's that. wonderful. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. Now you have, now you need to reunite because you guys need to do like a duet together or something Yeah. because I love her yeah. voice. I love your voice. And I know she doesn't really sit. I mean, she did any get your gun, right? Yes. Yes. And she was doing um, in the like early 2000s, she was doing uh, cabaret shows with, uh, she did one at Fine Science at the Regency, which I got to see. And then she started to like tour with Regis. She and Regis did a, a little circuit together. Um, I but there's been talk for years that she was going to come out with an album, but it hasn't happened yet. So maybe she's doing it now during quarantine. Wouldn't maybe, it maybe. Mm -hmm. So, um, so we'll see. But if there's ever an opportunity for you and her to sing together, you know, right idea. here, you would have somebody yeah. listening. <laughs> this sort of leads into um, our first game. Um, uh -oh. Now that we talked about Wicked and All My Children. So the game, I, I have titled it, um, What Are You Doing? And the game is, I'm going to say the name of a role that you have played. And you're going to tell me what you think this person is doing during quarantine. Okay. Okay. So okay. we're going to start with Elphaba. Okay, Alphaba is at first. My first thing was like she's reading. Like the first thing she's is in her head, but then she's out protesting for sure, right? Yes. But at first she was just reading. She's like had her books. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm gonna like you know get work. I'm gonna read and like 
<clears throat> and then, oh, wait, there's injustice. So she's out protesting. Yes. And getting, you know, yelled at for doing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> and now, um, as we just talked about, young Erica Kane. Oh, gosh. Young Erica Kane is, I mean, I, I guarantee her father or uh, it, they, she's probably like in the Hamptons, you know, mm-hmm. her way. Uh, you know, she's, she's doing just fine. She's got a, she's got like her own homeschool teacher. Um, she's, they've bought her everything she could want to not feel lonely. Um, but she's probably miserable, but she's got everything she could want in terms of, you know, physical comfort. She's in the Hamptons. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, and of course your iconic role of young Cosette. My gosh. I mean, I don't think anything's changing for her. They're sitting around <laughs> without a, without a mask. Get the water. <laughs> She's sick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh she probably has COVID and is really sick, but she'll recover. Uh, no, I'm serious. There, no, no, it's true. No, her, right? no, I, I agree. I mean, new, yeah, and she's like, yeah, not yeah, good. They, no, yeah, they, they're not masking up. So right, right. Yeah. Uh, Rizzo, who you played in Greece. Oh, she's not really following quarantine. She's, she's not, she's being like, like those kids in Alabama having COVID parties. I'm telling mm. you, I just feel like she's out making out people and mm. is asymptomatic spreading. That's what I'm going to say. About <laughs> <laughs> and, and finally, the uh, narrator from Joseph. <laughs> she's singing about revelations. <laughs> she's thinking it's the end of the world. I'm sorry. Way, way back. <laughs> now she's like, oh. no, I'm kidding. No, I mean, you know, she's she's singing about the she's uh, the Bible. She's going right to the Bible. She's like, yeah, guys, it's all here. It's all here. <laughs> all right, pray <laughs> to the Lord. I yeah. love it. I love it. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. So that that was the first game. Um. So now we're gonna play the second game, which I am calling "Knowing Me, Knowing You." It has nothing to do with ABBA, but I, but the ABBA song came to mind when I was thinking of it. Oh, fun. So in this game, uh, I'm going to list songs that you have sung as the characters above. And then both you and I will actually answer the question that I have associated with these songs. Okay. Okay. So for Elphaba, one of the songs that Elphaba sings is I'm Not That Girl. So... When has there been a time in your life that you wanted something, but then you felt, I'm not that girl? Oh, I've felt that I am not that girl. Like, I can just rip the lyric. I have so fallen for someone or had feelings for someone that I know just could not be. And that is like, I mean, I'm not that girl. Like, and that's what that is. It's like, he could be that boy, but I'm not that girl. You know when I teach about, and I'm not, I'm, I won't get long-winded, I promise, but when I teach about um, performing songs, I always say, you know, there's this sort of like, um, there's always, you know, she, I always give this as an example. I say, she says, I'm not that girl, but deep down, there's a part of her that also is like, but I am because mm-hmm. this connection. And so that's what that song means to me, where it's like, I know I'm not going to get it, but I, but I, but it's not, it's almost like this, like, I'm not that girl, but darn it. Like there is that connection. I yes, I have felt that a million times. Yeah, what that song is even. Yes, right? I'm with you there. There were plenty. Oh my gosh! Right. Yes, plenty of guys that I was like really wanted to be with, and then yeah. 
for whatever reason. And you're like, reason. I know they like me too, but like either they're with somebody else or yes, unavailable. Yes, there was plenty <laughs> of emotionally unavailable. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> or they live across the country, you know, whatever it is. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. So next, we're gonna go with Young Cosette, uh, mm-hmm. who obviously castle on a cloud so what does your castle on a cloud look like okay i can get really metaphorical about that and just say it's 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 warmth it's love and it is it's sort of like you know it's 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 family and and love and warmth and i by family i don't even just mean my blood family i mean family it's safety it's all those things but it's also like i don't know why but it's just being in in Paris and mm. Paris like I just I haven't been there since it's a crime I haven't been there since 1999 it's my favorite place and I need to go back and so that is just sort of like on my list I'm like it's it's my escape it's my happy place like I think about Paris all the time I'm googling it I'm like mm. I'm going back so it's my on the cloud is there you know maybe I love it. I'm sure there's castles in France I can you know I'll go to Versailles so. yes yeah, sure there are. Okay, so the next one is um, Rizzo. There are worse things I could do. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, I there's so many things. We all, well, nobody's perfect, right? Right. The worst thing? No, honestly, that's what popped in my head, the sense of, like, not, like, following my heart or, like, what I, like, and not taking like a job that I really wanted because I was told like, no, you have to do this because this is the better thing to do. And then mm. like I shortchanged myself artistically, you know? Mm. Yeah. I did that once, once, never did it again. That's the good thing. Well, at least you learned something right. from it and yeah. have you been able to forgive yourself for it? Yeah, I think so. Lastly, uh, the narrator from Joseph sings Joseph's coat. So what's one article of clothing you have that would symbolize what Joseph's coat meant to him. Mm, I'm not like a super duper fashionista, but I have um, I have a pair of boots that I they're fry boots, and they have been in my possession since I went on tour. My the first tour I ever did was Hairspray, mm-hmm. 2000. Gosh, was it 2003 that we went out on that tour? I think so. And they're and they are beaten to a pulp, but they're motorcycle boots and so mm. my those are my babies they've been around the world and then some so i'm they're my prized possessions i love that they've stomped on that. a lot of ground <laughs> <laughs> kicked a lot of ass <laughs> so okay let's take a quick break and then we when we come back we're we'll do some impressions we'll do some rapid fire questions and then we'll end oh with my famous questions <laughs> so don't go anywhere we'll be right back with donna vivino and now we're back. Hello. Oh, you hear me? Hello. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome back. Thanks. So, um, okay, let's do because I I did uh, stalk your resume, and uh, uh, I've never actually heard you do impressions before. But oh, really? on your resume, you uh, put that you can do impressions of Celine Dion, Madonna, and Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, among I mean that's what I did in Martin Short. I did so many impersonations in that show. Yes. Thing. So, yeah, I I was doing I was doing those ones for for years, like since I was a kid. It feels like. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, well, I those are the th- those are the three, the three that, that stuck gotcha. out to me. Um, so 
can are you in a mindset to and entertain us with some impressions yeah um i can do uh let's see i sometimes what i'll do is on my disney show i do uh, uh well i always say like if um if celine was alphaba so i'm like you know i do like oh my god the wizard once i prove my worth and then i meet the wizard when i've waited for since birth and with all his wisdom by my looks he won't be blinded do you think the wizard is dumb and like merchants just not minded no oh my god i love that I think I just got my audio clipped when I promote this interview. <laughs> uh, I, I have to listen to it. I might have been a little low. The key might have been a little low, but. And then if I do, uh, uh, you said Sarah Jessica Parker. So yes. then like if Sarah Jessica Parker was, um, <laughs> if she, uh, if she was Glinda, I uh-huh. don't. Thank you so, so, so much. I am the most content witch in the land of Oz. I just want to tell you that I just want to be good. I want to be really, really, really good. Thank you. You are lovely. Absolutely, absolutely lovely. Oh, my God. That is amazing. She's so emphatic. She's so emphatic. Um, That is so on par. I usually do Jodie Foster as Madame Morba, but you you want me to do Madonna? I haven't. Ooh, Jodie, I do like Citizen Savage. I mean, I'll There's take I'll take Jodie Foster. I'm not going to yeah, say no to her. Like, Citizen Savage. There's an enemy who must be found and captured. Believe nothing she says. She's evil, responsible for the mutilation of these poor innocent monkeys. <laughs> you know? Or oh I think I love that. Was, you know what? You made me think if Madonna was Morrible. Citizens of Oz. There's an enemy. Who must be found and captured? Believe nothing she says. She's evil, as <laughs> if she's talking. But when she sings, it's like music makes the people come together. Yeah, you know, my Madonna impersonation is very visual because mm-hmm. I these like dance moves and stuff that she does. So it's not as like auditory, but yeah. but and it's it can get a little raunchy. Let's be honest. Oh, I love it. I thing with Madge it. is that you know it's always it's always a, a plie in second position going all the way down. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I like to do her doing "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina" like in concert, and then I'm like, "Don't cry for me, Argentina." You know, it's just like she's not really touching herself in the right place. <laughs> right, right, exactly. exactly. That's sort of my impersonation. It's more of like a roast, you know. Yes. Yes, we would need more of a, it would be more of a, I'm going to sing Don't Cry For Me, Argentina, but doing the Like a Virgin dance that she did on the Virgin Tour. Exactly I mean, not the Virgin Tour, that she did on the Blonde Ambition Tour. Crazy. You think it's strange when I try to explain how I feel. You know, <laughs> it's awful. Yes, yes. And then I did Britney doing Castle on a Cloud because she was doing Ruthless when I was doing Les Mis. So I'm like, she could have, Gotten Yonko's at. Oh my god. I love that. Oh my god. Silliness. I love it. I actually I I just did that like growing up all the time. I would impersonate to make my friends laugh and then (laughs) something I could cash in on at one point and just you know got paid to do that. Like how lucky was I, you know? Yes. Oh my god, incredible, incredible. 
All right. Well, let's move into some rapid fire questions. Uh-oh. Um, and um, the first one is, and, and, and I'm going to leave it up to you, how you interpret how, why you're answering how you're answering. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to give you any guidance. Um, okay. okay. So the first one is Mama Rose or Dolly Levi? Uh, Mama Rose. Uh, Rod or Princeton from Avenue Q? Princeton. Xana do or Xana don't? Xana don't. Brilliant show. Yes, I love it. Uh, so good. Favorite scent or smell? Sawdust. I love oh. it. Reminds me my grandfather. I love, I love that, that smell. Fresh sawdust. Favorite kind of berry? Mm-hmm. I am not big with berries because of texture, but... But I like raspberries. I can eat the raspberries, but I like them in smoothies. All mm-hmm. uh, texture-wise, but uh, raspberries, good. I like those. And your go-to emoji when texting? Oh, it's that <laughs> thing like who knew? Who knew? What's that? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the shrug shoulder. The shrug shoulder. It's like yeah. too much. I use it too much, but I love it. I'm always like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, the interview is coming to a close and we're up to the last question. So if you could bear it all and reveal something about yourself that you have not told in a previous interview, what would you share with me today? Oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm lonely and not just quarantine lonely. It is lonely to be a mom and someone that like performs on stage because you don't really have time. I think, I mean, I have to make the time. I'm going to have to fix this, but you don't, I, I really, um, being in lockdown has made me realize how much like I, I need to, I'm an introvert. So it's hard for me to get out there. I think people don't know that about me. I'm not super social. I'm not great at that. But now that I'm like forced to be, I'm like, okay, I need, I need more friends. Like I need to figure out ways to socialize. I'm, I'm very, very um, socially kind of awkward and introverted. And so um, I have a hard time making friendships in, in sense of like, um, and like putting myself out there. I'm not, I'm not the type to like go to a party and like make friends that way. So um, I have to figure out ways make friends i don't know i'm really lonely and i want friends that's what that's what people know about me i want more friends no i have friends it's just it's it's hard yeah being a mom really like you know it it hits it you're just like wow being a mom is really lonely i guess that's what Mm -hmm. i'm love my son Mm -hmm. it's really hard especially you know your friends who don't have kids it's just like a different world you know yeah Um, lonely and i want i want to i want to for 2021 i really want to work on putting myself out there to be more social somehow mm-hmm. or it's virtual or not and make more friends. I'm really good at teaching. I'm good at performing, but I'm not the best at like, I don't know. Like how do people socialize and go to bars? I'm not like a bar. I don't know. That's me. I'm not good at like, let's go to a bar and socialize. Yeah. yeah I'm not good at that I either. Mean, I can be, and I have been, but it's like, I haven't really, I don't really, I I haven't really been drink- Like I, I had like maybe two drinks this year. I'm not mm-hmm. kidding not a big drinker and I when I would go out to bars and meet you know and go like meet up with friends I would have drinks and that would definitely make it easier but if you're really not wanting to drink then like I'm like what do you do like how do you talk yeah that's why I'd rather go out for dinner yes me too let's go to a diner yes yes (laughs) that's a good idea I'll have to like make plans let's have lunch yes 
That's what I'll do. Yes. And waffle fries is always a good conversation. Always starter. a good thing, Adam. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so. that's the whole interview. I'm so excited that we got to catch up. Everybody listening, take a class from Donna. Go to broadway-unlimited.com and and find out all about her teaching. And um, also, one of my fellow podcasters, Little Me, you just did an interview with them. So definitely go check out their interview with Donna because it's going to be completely different from this one. And I love supporting my fellow podcasters. And mm-hmm. um, and just remember, also here at the Broadway Podcast Network, we have over 70 arts and related podcasts. So keep listening. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him at all for the business of show. Find more episodes of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam at broadwaypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are streamed, including iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Follow me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at callmeadamnyc. For my print and video interviews, visit my website, callmeadam.com. And finally, if you really want to get involved, become a member of my Patreon page at patreon.com backslash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get exclusive perks, including behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and everybody's favorite, swag.